I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. This is Evan Bogart, and you're listening to Rebel Radio. Fuck you, Josh. What's up? This is Rebel Radio. What up, what up? This is DJ Newmark. This is Peanut Butter Wolf. It's your boy. It's okay. Keep checking out Rebel Radio. Rebel Radio. This is Rebel Radio. We're in the place right here. Uh-huh. Rebel Radio is going down. What did you say? Rebel Radio? Oh, wait. Let's do it again. Rebel Radio. What's up, Rebels? Welcome back to Rebel Radio, the weekly show where I bring you the Rebels who are shaping our culture. I'm your host, Josh Levine. This week, we're back with part two with Evan Kid Bogart. We're talking about the new movie Spinning Gold, which is the story of Casablanca Records founded by Evan's father, Neil Bogart. Uh, Evan is the executive producer, music supervisor, and composer. He, he did the, the soundtrack and the score on this movie. Um, and he made, uh, is, is a family affair. His brother Tim was a, the writer and director. His other brother Brad was a producer. His mom, Joyce, who was also the manager of KISS, was a producer on the movie and it's it's a fantastic movie they tell they tell just an amazing story about their father about the disco era about you know seeing it for me it was really a reminder about why music is more than just content that you know music touches all of us in in important ways and plays such an important role in our society and our culture and how we communicate with one another and even with ourselves and uh, this movie Spinning Gold really brings all of that to life. I hope you go see it uh, but right now let's get into talking about Spinning Gold with Evan Bogart. So I gotta go back to the movie because uh, James is gonna make us wrap up soon um, and I, I could I could I could dig in all day on these. You don't want to talk more about Yagfu Front? <laughs> I poor, do. poor righteous teachers? Um, <laughs> so you made this movie with your brothers. Yeah. Uh, Tim directed it, right? Yeah. And wrote and directed. Wrote and directed. It. Yeah. Um, and y- your mom was involved, and, and it was a family affair. Yeah. Um, and my brother, my other brother Brad, was a producer right. on it. Uh, 
tell me about that experience of working with family on this project. I think, I think it was, um, I also think it was, it was like destined. Mm. This movie was almost made a million times. And at the time that it finally got made, my brother Brad had had all this experience producing TV shows. Okay. And understood how to oversee a production team and be basically a mm. line producer in that yeah. regard, right? And nice. like an like a, an, an above the line line sure. producer. And I had now had experience as a songwriter and on the business side and understanding how TV and film work and mm. music work. So for my brother, you know, who had been working, Tim, who had been working so hard to get this movie made for decades. Mm. You know, and then eventually writing it himself in 2010, and then at one point Justin Timberlake and Spike Lee were attached to it, oh, and having wow. gone through different actors and directors and financiers and partners yeah. and this thing. By the time it got to the point to make this movie, Brad and I were in a position to serve him and help him get his vision over the line. Oh, that's so cool. Um, and I think that's that that was special, and I think that that was like. I think that was a bit of like the universe yeah. being like, not yet, not yet, not yet. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I haven't discussed this with Tim and Brad, like that I feel this way, but I do feel this way. Like yeah. I do think things happen for a reason. Nice. And I think the fact that Tim, Brad and I are working together now, um, we just wrapped our second movie together. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and, that's cool. And we, just, we were just in Italy for three months. Can you tell us about it? Or? Yeah, it's called Verona. Okay. It's uh, a musical, uh, original feature musical. No way. All original music. Um, that I co-wrote yeah. and that I'm uh, scoring with my, my scoring partner as well, the, 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 comp, the, the score, the original score, in yeah. addition to all the original songs. My brother Brad is a producer on it and my brother Tim wrote and directed it. That's so and cool. And we just shot for three months in, in northern Italy Wow! in the winter. No way. Which was also a, f a fun challenge. Yeah, but, um, sure. <laughs> but an incredible cast. Some yeah. of the people from Spinning Gold in it, Taylor, oh, nice. Lettucey. Uh, Dan Fogler, Jason Isaacs, but um, cool. so my brother's kind of got his like little crew of actors now, which is awesome. But That's awesome. Uh, a bunch of other people, Rupert Everett and Rebel Wilson, and oh, nice. a bunch of other great actors yeah. that were in that too. Um, and so we just wrapped that too. So it was our second movie, and we're gonna do more. You wow. know, we're just That's so cool. Yeah, I think I think we all kind of really bring something unique to the table yeah. that complements each other. Yeah. Um, and I think Brad and I can really help execute Tim's vision. And in this case of the musical. You know, I wrote the the original music, so it's a bit of all of our visions. That's awesome. So with Spinning Gold, a big part of your contribution was the music. Yeah, right? yeah. And um, I think it is. Uh, I mean, I loved the the music. Obviously, these are these are huge songs that are iconic. Um, you know, "Kissed on a Summer," mm. George Clinton, uh, Bill Withers, and but they're original performances. Yep. Which. Um, so tell me about that, like, because it was it was a decision that Tim made from day one when he wrote the script back in twenty ten. Okay, he was like, I don't want the original masters in the movie, um, because I want everything to be seen through the prism of Neil's discovery. Oh wow! So you can't have a moment where he's seeing Bill Withers in the studio for the first time, or Kiss is right. playing live, or at the Century Plaza when mm -hmm. they when the, the sprinklers went off, right? Mm -hmm. Or like. Um, Gladys Knight is writing, fixing Midnight Train to Georgia, and yeah. and you know, or um, you know, Peter Chris plays Beth for the first time. You know, like you can't, you can't experience that through original masters that you've already heard for forty right. years. Yeah. 
like, mm. almost like who gives a shit about those original versions? Like they already exist, they're already incredible, you already know them. Right. But what you don't know is the story of how they became who they are yeah. and the guy behind it. Yeah. So in order to execute that, we needed to recreate that. And we- I mean, made, that's risky. Yeah, sure, of course. Right, the whole movie, the whole movie is risky. Your ear wants, wants to like the version you've heard, you know, a thousand times, and I mean, it's, I think I would be like naive to say that our versions are better than the original versions. I don't think that. I don't think that. I think they're different. Yeah. Right. I think the original versions are the original versions, sure. and what we went ahead and we decided at that point that we needed a cast that we felt like could deliver the spirit mm -hmm. and the passion and kind of put their own spin on it. Because, we, again, we didn't want you to hear the original versions. Yeah. We wanted it to be whoever embodied that. Amazing. So it, we didn't cast sound-alikes. Right. We didn't cast look-alikes. Yeah. You know, you'll have, like, diehard fans of those artists be like, this person doesn't look like that artist. And be like, yeah, we know. Right. We weren't trying to, hire, to, to cast someone who looks like them. Sure. We were trying to cast somebody who could bring a fresh perspective to the, to the character, to the right. spirit, to the role. Someone who aligned with their, with their spirit. You think yeah. about Wiz Khalifa and George Clinton. Like, they've become fast friends through this process, oh, right? Cool. Taylor, who's like this independent artist who's out there, is a great songwriter and, yeah. you know, also an artist in her own sense, like, really embodying the in independent spirit of, like, Adana. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I feel like that... That to me, um, that was important to us when we cast that. You know, that was important to we found people that we felt like embodied the spirit and that weren't bringing baggage to the role or wasn't too much sure. of like a well, you need to find someone who looks identical to Bill Withers. Like it wasn't that. It was like man, Pink Sweats singing "Ain't No Sunshine" sounds yeah. like the fucking coolest idea ever. Yeah. Like, like you know, who's who's Pink Sweats? Like, hopefully, a lot of people are going to discover him this movie. Like, I know him. Music yeah. people know him. Like, sure. cool cool people know him, but like. You know, grandma sitting at home in Wichita probably doesn't know him. Right. And this would be a moment, you yeah. know, for him. So, like, that was an intentional decision that we made from day one. I love it. I mean, I think it's, it's uh, for, for all the reasons you said, it's the right choice. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we have a, a lightning round coming up. All right. Um, what's your favorite city to travel to? That's a really, that's a really tough question. Um, in the U.S. or worldwide? Probably a tie between Chicago and Nashville. Okay. I've never been to Nashville. What? I know, isn't that How have you never been to Nashville? I don't know. Oh, my God, you have to go to Nashville. Okay. Uh, done. Okay. Who's your favorite DJ? Uh... Like, like a what kind of DJ? Just a DJ. You tell me. I know this is hard. You're gonna have to edit this. Um, Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, mine too. What's the last great book you read? You read? <laughs> you don't have to. No, you don't, no, no. You don't no. have to read books. No, no, no. Um, no the last great book I read. It's not really a book, but I read the man. It's not. I don't know, it's probably not considered that great either. But <laughs> here's my answer. It's not a book. It's not great, and I didn't read it. I read. The, I read the manuscript. It's made into a book for uh, 
the Harry Potter play on Broadway, The Cursed Child. <laughs> okay. I read it recently. I actually saw it on Broadway, and then I read, and then somebody suggested someone exactly. Somebody suggested I should read it as well, and so I did. And was it great? I thought it was great. I'm just I'm a Harry Potter fan, though. Yeah. Is that like it's not really like an inspiring book as far as like people should be inspired by it, but I just like. Okay. Um, what movie have you seen the most in your life? That is a really good question. Um, there's gonna, it's gonna be a tie. It's gonna be somewhere. It's probably really debatable, but if I had to like guess, it's probably The Godfather. Mm. But very close second, probably something like Trading Places. Yeah. Or Spies Like Us. Yep. Ghostbusters. Everything from that era of SNL. By the way, Justin and I watch Spies Like Us a few times every year. Yeah. It's like his favorite movie. My favorite part of that. What's your favorite part of the movie? Because I'll tell you mine. Well, there's a few, but the, the whole, like, uh, uh, every minute you don't answer a question, I cut off a finger. Mine or yours? <laughs> That's really good. I like that one. Also, obviously, like, doctor, doctor, yeah. doctor. That's always good. But my favorite line of that movie is, what's that? It's a dick fur. Uh, What's a dick fur to pee with? That's my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Okay. Who's someone you've never met that you've learned a lot from? Malcolm Gladwell. I thought you were going to say Malcolm X. I uh, also have not met him. What have you learned from Malcolm Gladwell? Oh, God, too much. I've read all of his books, okay. and I listen to his podcast, Revisionist History, yeah. religiously. I just think he's really smart, and, yeah. I, and I love the way he looks into things. Um, I, learned, I just learned so much from the things that he puts out. I mean, I could have literally said any. It weren't the most recent books I read, but I've read, I read all of his books. Cool. Outliers, Blink, all that stuff, right? Yeah. So it's like. Nice. Um, and then lastly, if I worked for you, what's something I would hear you say over and over? Other than curse words? <laughs> no. Um, how are we going to celebrate the music? Okay. It's like I'm focused on celebrating music. That's to me, that's what Seeker is. That's what we do. Yeah. We figure out ways to celebrate music. I probably say the word celebrate or celebration too much. They probably want it throw me off of a bridge at this point. I mean, there's worse things a boss could say. No, no, for sure. But I, I'm, I'm so drilled down on like, it's not about the money. Yeah. It's not about the, you know, it's not about the, the press of it. It's really about how do we celebrate it? All the rest of it comes with it, right? The notoriety, the money, it comes with it. If we celebrate the music in the spirit of the music, yeah, everybody wins. That was a great, I mean, that message came loud and clear in, in the movie. Yeah. Your, your dad was really good at that. Yeah, he was good at that. And I think that's a great, uh, that's a great lesson for all of us. Dude, this is so much fun, man. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you and um, all the great things you just taught us. And, oh, thanks. Um, Hopefully I taught something. <laughs> no, it was awesome. Um, thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah. Anytime. I love it. We'll, uh, Next time we'll do a uh, Bogart Brothers Roundtable to talk about Verona. I like that. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that was Evan Bogart on Rebel Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Go see Spinning Gold. And most importantly, come back next week for more Rebel Radio. Peace. <laughs>